0: Everybody's got an opinion Every Californian and Virginian It's so hard to tell who
1: to trust and who to ignore Someone's gotta settle the score Well, hello. Welcome to Review That Review, the podcast dedicated to reviewing
0: reviews. We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews.
1: That's Chelsea Dawn.
0: And that's Trey Gerald.
1: And together we are
0: the review queens
1: to support our show while getting bonus exclusive content, including our exciting members-only after-show podcast, visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash review that review. Chelsea, I don't see you wearing green. It's St. Patrick's Day week. I'm going to have to pinch you from
0: New York all the way over to LA. It's laundry day. I don't know what to say. I guess all, all my green clothes are dirty. You'll have to forgive me.
1: Wait, have you ever heard of that? The pinching on St. Patrick's Day?
0: No, I don't know. I'm a Jew. My I like got my cheeks pinched and stuff all the time by my grandmother. Is it similar to that? No, so this is like a thing.
1: Like if you don't wear green on St. Patrick's Day, then you can be pinched. I don't know oh. if that's like a southern thing. I don't know where that came from. But growing up, if you didn't wear green on St. Patrick's Day, you would get pinched.
0: By like strangers?
1: Yeah. Anyone can pinch this is completely free game.
0: Yeah. Oh, I guess. You know what? I was thinking like when I was little, it was all about the shamrock shake at McDonald's. Did you have the shamrock shake growing up?
1: I've heard of it. I've never had it.
0: I think basically a vanilla shake with green food coloring, but it was great. (laughs) Maybe there was a little mint moment. I can't remember. And then, you know, obviously in college we would go to like an Irish pub. So I think in accordance to the celebration, I, I would participate, you know? So I don't. Maybe I was just never caught without a green shirt on until right now.
1: I do know that Jews have been oppressed by everyone, but have has <laughs> Ireland ever specifically been antagonistic to Jews? Like, I wonder if Jewish culture, you just don't really celebrate St. Patrick's
0: Day as much. Well, it is a saint, right? Yeah, St. Patrick. So it's not particularly Jewish, though. I can't. I I can't speak to the the anti-Semitism of, of it all, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. What an interesting topic. I know. How was your week? Good. Otherwise, My birthday
1: was last week, so I had a fantastic birthday. It's very exciting to be in this new age. Uh, I just feel so much more intelligent and I feel so much more lived, livid. L- no. Well, to, li- live, ed, live my, ed. a livid life. I'm very yeah. wise now. I'm giving out life consultations for people mm-hmm. because I'm so livid. Liv-ed.
0: But not to be confused with livid as in mad.
1: Well, I think there's a small level of lividness that's always vibrating internally for me.
0: Oh, wow. But now I'm
1: even more livid with an E. Okay. I know the E-S substitution is difficult because I'm Southern already to begin with, and I'm making it even worse. I (laughs) I recognize.
0: Yeah. It is interesting how suddenly it's like your birthday and then you're like, I'm so much older, you know, like really nothing's changed.
1: Just a day. One more day day. has changed.
0: One more day. Well... But how
1: was your... How's your life?
0: My week was good. I had a friend visiting from out of town from New York who I hadn't seen, you know, since right, like, immediately before the apocalypse. So it was nice to see her. Yeah. We uh, splurged on a couple of nice dinners and I drove downtown, which I vowed never to do, you know. But we all... You're going to be doing that. I know. I'm going to be doing that very shortly. Next week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There are rare exceptions to my no downtown rule, but very close friends and podcast conventions are amongst
1: the the
0: exceptions. (laughs) Yeah. So my week was good. And I feel like we've already discussed that there's lividness within you, Trey. Do you have a complaint that you want to lodge?
1: I really, really need to
0: lodge a complaint
1: today because uh, and this is going to get a little dark and heavy. Usually these are silly, but. Okay. I recently listened to two separate podcasts. Well, one was a multi-part series. It was four episodes. Each episode was about two and a half hours. And then I listened to an individual one thinking like, there's no need. Like, I don't need to like keep listening to this case. Another one that was three hours long. Today, I want to lodge a logic complaint about why have we not solved the Bene Ramsey case? Oh I'm God. livid about this. Yeah. It's so clear that we aren't being told the full information and lightheartedness aside it has become like one of the highest profile true crime cases in the United States of America it within hours yeah. it became tabloid fodder and i don't understand why we haven't solved it yeah the boulder police department on many instances have eliminated any sort of suspect that is not inside of the family And the family was very influential, very huge donors in the city town of Boulder. So I think all fingers are pointing to very specific individuals that are not outside intruders. And I just think this was a little child who is deserved of justice. And every single day that this case is not solved, it it is a mockery to the justice system of the United States of America. Now back to levity. Like I don't think it will ever be solved, and I'm mad about it. We need to solve the Jean Benet Ramsey case. Is there no justice for people? Insane. I know it's a little departure from our comedy podcast, but I'm mad about it. I've also, I've also inundated myself with so much about it. So that's why it's very ripe and fresh.
0: It's it's just at the front of the mind. But
1: I do think that like Jean Benet Ramsey, just the name has a little bit of like pop culture levity. And I think that that's inappropriate. The case needs to be solved. I'm lodging that complaint. Officially, it's in the books.
0: Wow. <laughs> Loud and clear. I hear you. I agree. I've, I've also watched the documentary, the whole thing with the pineapple, all of that. Mm. I've seen it all. There's many theories. I just think like in general, and again, we're not going to get too deep into this <laughs> because that's not the point of the show. But like, John Manet Ramsey's case is very front and center, but there are so many cases out there that have not been solved that really should be mm, too like there's you know evidence out there that is just blatantly obvious. And whether it be because of financial, social, racial mm-hmm. influence, these cases are, are are being sidelined. This one has obviously been sidelined for a long time, but there are plenty of other cases that have been sidelined as well and and maybe not given the proper profile yeah profile and and like judicial due diligence Mm -hmm. that it deserves so i think that's like a larger complaint i can definitely get behind is like what is going on and why are we allowed to have this kind of corruption in in our our, uh, legal system fair but that's a whole nother discussion. Wait. So now I want (laughs) to
1: ask you, I'm really hoping that you have something very funny and silly. Like what's your, what's your complaint? Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Mine is much lighter, I think, but it's equally as anger um, invoking (laughs) for me. It's really like, okay, listen, I'm going to say anything that's automatic that doesn't serve its cause. Like a paper towel dispenser, a soap dispenser, a sink that works on automatic. Like, Why don't you do your job? Like I, like you kind of like a water thing, for example, they never leave it on for long enough for me to do my full happy birthday, get the good scrub a dub going. The sink turns off. I got to play a game with the sink. Like, oh, I'm a new hand. You know, they never give me a paper towel that's long enough that I need. Why is this supposed to be a convenience? And it's such a, Inconvenient.
1: I have a question for you. Yeah. Literally, this happened to me on Saturday. I was thinking I was using one of those um automatic soap dispensers at a store. Mm-hmm. And I always go back for a second squirt. Yeah. So then I actually was thinking, why do I, I don't know how much is in this one squirt. Why do I always go back for a second automatic squirt of soap? It, do mm-hmm. I think the first squirt is not sufficient? Because I do think that the water, they're always erring on the side of. Pre- preservation so it's not enough water right. it's never enough paper never. towel i need i need to put my hands under three times for paper towels and that's still like my hands are damp
0: i just wish that it would like stay on as long as my hands are under it, like I don't need to be Good wasting point. water, you know. I just want to get the job done. I just don't understand why you're stopping in the middle. Hey,
1: that's a great point. You know, like on water fountains where they have the water bottle ones; those remain for the entire length that your water bottle is on the sensor. Why right. does why does sinks so not clearly do
0: that? the technology is oh my god i mean even a soap could technically be like that right like if i'm gonna leave my hand under here for as long as my hands under there you give me the soap wait
1: that's how those that's how those hand dryers work so why don't the paper towel ones work that way
0: exactly oh my god i'm
1: so mad
0: exactly like it doesn't thank you it doesn't make any sense that we're like timing this all and then the word i mean it's it's okay the automatic ones are only a step up You know, those faucets that you have to like push the button and then it goes really fast. So it's like you got to like push the button, which may be dirty. And then I'm going to wash, wash, wash my hands. And then, oh no, I have to push the button again. Like now I got to get the elbow involved. It's just come on, Shark Tank.
1: I also think the whole automated bathroom, sink, soap, paper towel situation is always defeated. And this once again, constantly, I go back to these the 1994 Ellen DeGeneres standup, but it's like then you instantly put your hand on the doorknob handle, and then right back to the yeah. bar, and your <laughs> hand goes into the bowl of nuts. Right, like
0: right. We right. need to right. like
1: th- it needs to be the doorknob because I don't know that the person before me who touched the doorknob washed their hands, so it's like instantly defeated anyway.
0: Yeah, they have like pedal door openers yes. where you can like kick. A- yeah, like we should also have that. No, but that's such a good point in Europe. That's what the plumbing system standard were. like
1: in order to get water. Right. You didn't use your hands. You pedaled the water yeah. and then the water comes out. That happens that's right. to, all over Italy. Why don't we do that in America? Yeah.
0: That's a good point. I wouldn't even need the automatic thing if I could just use my foot. Well, maybe that's ableist. well, <laughs> listener voicemail chelsea surprise <gasps> oh my god we ha- i didn't even know we had a voicemail seriously this is so exciting i
1: just added it to the script moments
0: before wow how exciting okay you know, let's hear it
1: i'm wondering if we need to subtitle our podcast to um the world of james because we have another voicemail <gasps> is
0: james back
1: Different James, but oh. another James who has contacted us before.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Are there any listeners that aren't named James? If you are a listener and your name is not James, leave us a voicemail. 1850 review 0. And if you are one of the James that leaves us voicemails, leave us another one cuz we love you guys. Here yeah. is another voicemail from a different James who has also left a voicemail, James. Voicemail listener James,
0: voicemail James, non-James James. 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 But not the James from the James that was before the James that was The other James James. James James. Yeah, got it.
1: Hey Queens, it is James calling from LA. This is my second time calling. Long time listening. I have got to tell you about 1-800-Flowers. I agree with all the once-hour reviews. I actually sent flowers to my mom once for Mother's Day. It's confirmed that it's going to be delivered on Saturday. Saturday comes, it's not delivered. I'm calling, I'm calling. When's it going to be delivered? Oh, it's going to be delivered on Sunday, on actual Mother's Day. Don't worry, don't worry. Mother's Day comes. Mom, are the flowers there? <gasps> no, nope, no flowers. Monday? How about Monday? I didn't even give them a chance. I asked for <gasps> a refund. I'll uh-huh. never use 1-800-Flowers ever, ever again. Hope
0: you're well. (laughs) Wow, that really flipped. Wow. Hope you're well, James. That's, I mean, I'm glad to hear it. Like we said, it's important for us to hear from you guys. If you have differing or analogous experiences to our reviewers, it just helps us to, you know, really hone in on the, um, the truth. So thank you, James, for letting us know. We'll take that in mind. I did send you, Trey, I was flowers before that episode aired. Like James, I sort of wanted a field study. So I wanted to see yeah. it, besides just wanting to send you flowers. I also wanted to see like, will they be late? What's going to happen? It was around Valentine's Day. So I was like, this is a good test.
1: What was the experience for you as the sender? Because as the receiver, it was wonderful.
0: Oh, good. My experience as the sender was pretty easy. Good. I had to select Friday and not actual Valentine's Day because like, it was cheaper for whatever reason to do it that way. so Like half the price cheaper. So I did that. The only thing that I will say is I saw the photo that you posted of the flowers and it honestly <laughs> looks nothing like the flowers that I ordered. And that that would be the biggest complaint.
1: It's funny you point that out because literally the next day... They looked entirely different.
0: Oh, really? Oh, interesting. I think
1: whatever is in those little packets. I, I actually like had a whole thought process. I never even mentioned this to you. Cause I almost wanted to repost a picture. Yeah. Whatever is in that concoction. And also, I guess the water, you know, the flowers were without water for however long the travel sure. time was. But they looked crisp, beautiful, perky. The water was crystal clear. Like they looked entirely different the next day. The next day. Um, <laughs> Yes. oh,
0: interesting. were they were yeah. they more colorful and vibrant? Yes. Okay. Yes. good. cause they were they... like so beautiful and vibrant in the photo, and then you posted it, and I was like, that's not like hideous. It's just like a totally different color palette, I uh, yes. than what was advertised.
1: I totally noticed all of that myself. I will say, okay. the um getting them earlier than Valentine's Day was so much more fun. So good. that's interesting because, I often am sending things through one flowers for specific dates, which is always like, you know, it's like a little like surge pricing or whatever. But I'm now recognizing sure. it was more fun to get it early because it really was unexpected. I and mean, I literally was like, did David send these to me? Because we had had an argument. <laughs> and so, but no, it was my <sighs> um, work wife.
0: But yeah, That's right. That's me.
1: I had one experience. It's exactly what happened with James here. But it was going oh, really? to Key West, and the low, the address was a little complicated because it's in the middle of a block. So, so I felt like it was that circumstance, not really one hundred flowers. Mm-hmm. But I also had to be proactive. No one was like taking care of me. I had to be contacting to figure it out, which I feel like James ultimately was like, whatever. But the most upsetting thing is you then have to reveal to the recipient, like, did they come? That's the most upsetting part because then the surprise is gone,
0: right? And totally. disappointment
1: because they're not there. So, ugh. right. James, we appreciate you. Thank you for being such a solid supporter. Literally from before the podcast premiere, James has been a supporter. So we appreciate you.
0: James, we love you. Was James the one that told us about the dog poop? Yes, the flies. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, James. Every time I I, I see someone that hasn't picked up, I think of you. That means anything. (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) no i love you thank you and and also everybody leave a live review that was so fun we love hearing your opinions as we said one eight five zero review zero and with that in mind let's hear some more opinions shall we
1: i love it let's do it
0: please as you know we are your trusty review queens we each bring in a review from the internet that we feel needs to be inspected
1: we read you a review. We break it down together. We rate the impact of that said review on a scale from one to five crowns. This is a very regal process that we have coined called...
0: Assess that Kevich. And you are up first today, RQT. Let's hear it. I'm up first. Batter's up.
1: Is that a free? batter up? Take
0: it away, queen. Review that review.
1: All right. So today... I picked a product that um, I do personally have experience with. Um, Today, I have a one-star review from Amazon.com for a sunless tanner. The specific one is the Alba Botanica. Is that Jessica Alba's company?
0: Sounds like it, but I don't want to claim that
1: because was she honest
0: company or is that?
1: Oh, good point. Yes. And isn't that for babies? Okay, this has nothing to do with Jessica Alba. It's just (laughs) called Alba Botanica.
0: This has nothing to do with Jessica Alba at all.
1: (sighs) That's going to be our title. This has nothing to do with (laughs) Jessica Alba. Okay, this is written by Kristen M. And Kristen M's subject is actually pretty long. And this is all caps. No refunds! Husband, comma, quote. It smells like caps urine. Oh God. Stunk up everything. Washed bedding and stuffed animal. All uppercase first letters.
0: That's a lot for a title.
1: Kristen M really wants us to know. And this is Kristen M's one-star Amazon review for Alba Botanica Sunless Tanner. Okay. Warning! I tried to return this product, but received a message that there are no refunds. I didn't see that note when I bought it, but I just looked on the Amazon product page and I see the note now. Bummer. (laughs) This product smells like a Hawaiian day right out of the tube, but within about 30 seconds of putting it on my legs, a putrid smell developed, which then permeated the air my husband walked into the room and said, quote, caps, yuck. What is that smell? It smells like urine, quote. Oh, that's me, quote. You peed, quote. No, it's tanning cream. It stinks, huh? With a crunched up face, quote, all caps. Yes, this urine smell got everywhere even though I only put it on my legs. I can't imagine the trouble I would have been in if I put it on my whole body or, God forbid, my face eek. I mistakenly thought that the smell would go away overnight. So I went to bed. Oh my goodness, what an awful sleep. We felt like we were sleeping in a urinal. We toughed it out because I really wanted a beautiful tan. Parentheses. My skin is alabaster. (laughs) What a mistake. By the morning, the stench multiplied and it was on everything. Screw the tan. I stink. I jumped into the shower and scrubbed my legs with a washcloth and soap three times in a row. And they still stunk. I had to wash my sheets and blanket, parentheses, even though they were fresh the night before, and hand wash my precious stuffed animal, parentheses, yes, I sleep with the stuffed animal. Quote, poor Pinky. I'm sorry, girl. Even two weeks later, the faint smell of urine saturates my nostrils. I get migraine attacks from smells, so that sucks. If you are sensitive to smell, Caps. Do not buy this product. I will say my legs looked tan, but who cares how nice your tan looks if everyone you encounter thinks you peed yourself? Okay. Okay. (laughs) I would just never think to like change my bedding and then put sunless tanner on. I mean, Kristen lives their life, but like if I was going to. Be putting lotion-y stuff on or anything on, like I I wouldn't want to do that right on top of fresh linen, but that's my thought.
0: Right. Well, here's I guess the larger question within that is what is the expectation of a you know sunless tanner? Because anytime I've ever seen a sunless tanner or anyone that uses sunless tanner all of their stuff is just covered in (laughs) sunless tanner. In fact, I, I won't call this person out, but when I was in college, I was an apprentice at Williamstown, which was an amazing summer, but we had to do a lot of, jobs
1: like Allison Janney saw
0: yes but I went and was cleaning someone's room who had a character that was supposed to have like a sunburn so he was wearing sunless tanner all the time and I had to change the sheets every single night because they were that gross and he like he was like if I'm gonna wear this sunless tanner I need somebody to change my sheets regularly so I'm just curious what is the expectation because I feel like it's a little bit of like playing in the devil's playground.
1: Yeah. I mean my first thought about sunless tanner, which I do have experience with because I am Scottish.
0: You are alabaster.
1: I am not even alabaster alabaster. <laughs> I'm casper. Ether. I'm that's a little triggered. I, 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 I used to be called. I used to be called powder. I know. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, but like is my first thought is how brown your hands get. Yeah. Gloves. And, and I do know that like you it does like come off because you're just putting tint onto your skin. so right.
0: right. So it's like, obviously some of it's going to come off. That's not really the main point. Obviously the main point of the review is the smell. So I want to talk about the smell. I have a couple of thoughts. Yep. My first thought is that it sort of reminds me a little bit of the manic panic review with the reaction from the husband. Yeah. I'm wondering a little bit about the power of suggestion. And if, oh. you know, Kristen M in fact would have thought that it smelled so bad from urine had the husband not had such a large reaction. It seems like to me, the process of this heightened reaction, the domino really began when the husband identified the smell. In fact, when Kristen originally talks about the dialogue, that she had with her husband and he makes this face. she says, what? Like, what? Like, what are you? Wow. What are you talking about? Right? So obviously at that point, if we're to follow the narrative, as soon as the husband became impacted, which is when I assume maybe some embarrassment uh, layered on to Kristen's experience, that was when all of a sudden everything went to a 100, you know? Hmm.
1: I, I do think there's evidence for that. My counterpoint is, does that matter? Because if there is an odor, either you pick up on it or someone else picks up on it. Right, sure. It is bad. But I even think, reverse wise, if it smells like a Hawaiian day, that's artificial. Any- like, I don't want right. any smell.
0: I just think it's interesting that at the end of the day, you know, Kristen did admit that it worked and that she yeah. had a good tan, you right. know? So I'm just wondering, like, you know how we discuss with nair. Like nair has a terrible smell. Oh, but at the end of the day, it takes the hair off. So it's like this trade-off exchange that we do where it's like, all right, if I want to be lazy and just put cream on my body instead of shaving, then I need to deal with the smell, right? So I wonder if, like, your average you know, self-tanner user, maybe their tolerance for the smell is actually a little bit higher because they can see, no pun intended, more pun intended actually, the pot of gold at the end of the Ooh. rainbow, right? Ooh, that was like a pun on two ways. I know. Wait,
1: you're really bringing a really great point up, which I wasn't sure if I should include or not. But I did do a little... I, I was tickled by the review. So I, right. I looked up other reviews from Kristen M., Mm. And Kristen really, really mentions this um, sensitivity to smell producing migraines in multiple reviews. It, It seems like this might be something that is leading in Kristen's experience of life. Sure. So that also makes me wonder
0: if... If we trust her as like an average consumer. If that
1: makes it a typical experience or if this is something that follows Kristen's experience of life around.
0: Yeah, I think that is interesting and I think that is something to consider because I do think that there are people that probably are not that sensitive. It sounds like Kristen and her and husband, husband are both very very sensitive to smells. And like I I do think the power of suggestion is playing in the exacerbate. I mean, come on. Like we scrubbed our body for it. like it just seems like a very dramatic, you know does it say anywhere in the description like scentless odorless scentless all natural like anything that like implies that this product would be the one that I'm going to choose if I'm a little bit sensitive to smells
1: it doesn't say anything about smell but it does say plant based and cruelty free okay natural looking results golden tanning without the sun it doesn't say anything about scent or odor
0: right another thing that's Interesting is I don't know, like what do you think about the whole return policy thing?
1: Yeah, that is interesting. I feel like we don't really cover that a lot on the podcast, but that is a lot of reviews on Amazon specifically. Honestly, I I don't know. I feel like this isn't Neutrogena. I don't know the I don't know the line of all but like I don't know what else they make, but like it isn't it's
0: a smaller mom and pop or smaller batch company. They can't afford to have people using the product, not liking it, and then wanting to return.
1: Also, this is a 4-ounce bottle.
0: Oh, get the heck out of here.
1: I know. That's another part of it. But to your last point, I do think Kristen's experience is valuable. I feel like Kristen goes both... Exchange with truthful and shady. I think Kristen delves into both pots of gold in the truthful and shady. But ultimately, like I don't think that Kristen's necessarily care any. But I don't think that the return thing. I think it's good to note. I I I think there's value that they're leading with. Like just heads up, it's gonna. It smelled for me, and you can't return it. The spelling and grammar is pretty great. I mean, there's not really issues here. Mm -hmm. I think it might be. I don't. I. I'm not sure if it's typical. I. I don't think that I have such a sensitivity to odor as Kristen does. I don't really experience that. But you sort of mentioned that you get migraines. So there's yeah. some. There's some value there. The humor. I love that we find out about Pinky.
0: Yeah. That
1: you know with the name they had to have. That's like you know. I think it's an entertaining review.
0: I. I loled at the my face. Eek.
1: Eek. <laughs> yeah. I. You know, I think that there is a large impact for me here because I'm entertained by Kristen. I even went on a Kristen voyage. I wanted to find other reviews. Right. So I'm curious about the deal breaker.
0: I just feel like if I read this review, Mm -hmm. I might be like, okay, good to know it smells. Good to know it stains. Good to know, like, I'm going to need to wash everything, whatever, whatever. But well, it's a great tan. So like, would that make me not want to buy the product? I don't know. And how much should that weigh in? I'm not sure. Well, That's I have a question
1: as well, because it does make me think I need to look and see if other people are struggling with the odor. Right, I'm also just exactly. really... Back to the original point about influence from the spouse, because we do know that the husband is willing to tolerate Kristen snuggling pinky. Yeah. So maybe they're at their threshold for... Tolerating things with Kristen,
0: Pinky was like it really filled the. If you have
1: Pinky, we can't have smell.
0: I mean, listen, I think that Kristen should be able to sleep with Pinky. If Kristen wants to sleep with Pinky. I think that that's okay. I think it's nice that she um is opening up with vulnerability about being Me an too. adult with a stuffed animal. I don't have a problem with that. All right. I think I'm ready to crown, Kristen. Are you trying? Is there anything we're, we're not considering before the crowning that we should be? I don't be? think so.
1: I think I can crown. Okay. All right. Let's get to the other side of this Rambo and crown it. So Chelsea and I <laughs> each have our own set of one to five crown cards. And in an effort to be fair and not influence one another, we will simultaneously reveal our ratings.
0: The queens are tabulating. <laughs>
1: Total school...
0: Okay, I'm holding up three crowns. Trey is holding up four crowns for Kristen M. I'm doing the three crowns because it's a little above middle of the road for me. There were no spelling errors. Got a little bit of a chuckle out of it. That's where most of the points are coming from. I don't know if this is a deal breaker and I'm a little weary of the whole power of influence and allowing our husbands to kind of define our experience of a product that we're ultimately using for our own kind of self-love. So with that sort of trepidation with the authenticity, I decided to go with three crowns. How about you? Why four
1: for Christmas? I said four because ultimately I was charmed and I feel like, It's a valid experience. It makes me want to do a little more research, which makes me think that there is a lot of stock in this review. Mm -hmm. And also that like it did work, you know, but it was stinky and (laughs) ultimately pointing out that there's no refund. Like if, if Kristen didn't catch that and they were sort of suckered, that keeps me from being suckered. So that's why I said four. I, I didn't give all five crowns because I'm not sure that everyone finds it to be so stinky. So that's right. why I said four, because I think the impact is relatively high for me.
0: Wow. I mean, thanks, Kristen M., for contributing to today's episode of Review That Review. We appreciate your opinion, and we hope that Pinky survived the washing machine.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Long live Pinky.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: All right, so let's take a quick break. And when we get back, we can get into Chelsea's review. BRB. Did you catch that I did a Tanner review for our
0: St. Patrick's Day? What does that have to do with St. Patrick's Day? Because Irish people are pale. Because Irish people are are pale. (laughs) Oh, well, I hope that mine doesn't have a weird double entendre, but we'll get there shortly. Okay. I don't know, maybe. Hold your crown. We'll be right back. One in three women will be assaulted in their lifetime and Birdie is actively creating a world where women's safety is a given. Birdie has upped the concept behind keychain mace, which involves proximity with your danger source, and has created keychain alarm sirens. When activated, Birdie both strobes with light and admits... A 130 decibel siren comparable to a jet engine flying 100 feet above you. Birdie is compact, super cute with bold colors, and with every alarm purchased, Birdie gives a percentage of profits to partner organizations that passionately support women's safety, shelter, and health. Birdie is sold exclusively at shesbirdie.com and when you use our coupon code REVIEWQUEEN at checkout you will save 20% off the purchase price. The coupon code REVIEWQUEEN at shesbirdie.com
1: I was trying to do that with an Irish accent. Anyway, <laughs> Irish. Oh, laddie, it's game time. All right, it's time to take a quick little spin, spin on the
0: metal ground. Can you do it? Not even close. I'm not even going to embarrass myself. Arrrr. Me pot of gold. Here's matter- the Dale. I can't. I sound like Arr. a pirate. Everything just sounds like a, a pirate when I do it. Here's the Dale. <laughs> I don't feel like an icon most of the days. I feel like I can't. That's with an A. Trey and I have each picked a rotten, scathing, pithy one star zinger. And with 30 seconds on the clock, we'll take turns trying to recite the zinger in as many genres as possible. Just like Queen Meryl, who does it all before the clock runs out. That's good. I tried.
1: All right. (laughs) Chelsea, what is your zinger for today?
0: All right. So my zinger for today is actually a Goodreads one star review written by Chris about the Bible. And it says too much sex and violence for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. All right. Well,
1: I'm going to strap you in Uh to a
0: serpent. Ooh, such a sin. Oh, God. I don't know. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. Okay. Three, two,
1: one. Horror.
0: Too much sex and violence for me. Southern. Too much sex. Oh, wow. There we go. Because we just did another accent. Um, Too much sex and violence for me. TLC reality show. Too much sex and violence for me. Televangelist. Too much sex and violence for me. Matches show. Too much sex and violence for me. Lifetime. Too much sex and violence for me.
1: Teen drama. Too
0: much sex and violence for me. That's all.
1: Four, six, seven. Thank God God. I like
0: recovered from that uh, accent debacle. Let's hear your zinger.
1: Good job. Okay, so today I have a a one star review from walmart.com. For the Jemmy six foot air blown inflatable St. Patrick's Day Leprechaun G 48000
0: Oh my God. Is that a super
1: color? It's super color, I just think it's really funny the idea of like having an inflatable decoration in your front yard for St.
0: Patrick's Day. <laughs> Some people are very into the lawn decorations. What can we say?
1: All right. So this right. is written by Velda.
0: Ooh, okay. Good
1: name, right?
0: Yeah. Hi, Velda.
1: And Velda's one star zinger is: don't buy it. Not happy at all.
0: Okay. (laughs) Just cutting straight to the point. All right. Let's strap you in. Is it wrong to say to a leprechaun's back like a you're like piggybacking a leprechaun?
1: No, it's like my ancestors.
0: Yeah. You're. You're. Yes. Exactly. Are you ready? I am ready. (laughs) Three, two, one, go! Soap opera.
1: Don't buy it. Not happy at all.
0: Pop star. Don't buy it. Not happy at all. Southern. Don't you buy it. I ain't not happy at all. Spy. Don't buy
1: it. Not happy at all.
0: Auctioneer. Don't buy it at all. Not happy at all. Mime.
1: Shakespeare! Don't to, to buy. I'm not happy at all. That's I love how your Shakespeare is
0: always like some, I don't know, I always think Italian production. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what that
1: is. <laughs> but I like it.
0: Seven, seven, we tied. It's our lucky day, Trey. We're both winners.
1: There's a magic potion in our hooch.
0: Oh my God.
1: I don't know what, right. what's don't know going what
0: on. Is. I don't know. Review that review.
1: Oakley, Dokali, we are back from that rousing game break. And it is now your turn, Chelsea, to take us over the rainbow for a pot of gold. Where is your
0: leprechaun review from this week?
1: I don't know what's happening. Um,
0: Well, I don't know that my review is on theme, but um, my review today is of Alcatraz Island in San Francisco. I've been there. I've been too. Alcatraz Island, it is a Yelp review, one star, from mm. Linda J. Not Linda. Here we go. The fly infestation on wow. the ferries that go to and from the island daily with thousands of people traveling back and forth mm-hmm. needs to be finally addressed, and a conclusion needs to be made on how to handle a complete Infestation that is unhealthy and unsanitary for traveling passengers. I'm so mad. The island is invaded by flies. And now the ferries are also. It's bad, like horse stable bad times 10. It's (laughs) not okay for the public to encounter such an infestation, especially without prior knowledge when purchasing tickets. It is disgusting and National Park and Rec should be embarrassed at this point that they let the general public encounter such flies are attracted to decaying material, feces and garbage <laughs> and allowing them to invade an island and ferries that have visitors from all over the world and the general public landing on them on their food in their hair, in their mouths, swatting them away is disgusting. Something needs to be done. If this (laughs) is going to continue to be a paying tour and landmark, it is not okay, regardless of any reason or any bird life. A priority needs to be made to come to some kind of agreement on cleaning up the infestation, as well as leaving the birds in peace. Oh, my God. There were flies in my hair on the benches on passengers' jackets flying around people were covering their food swatting them away thousands of flies it is a health hazard and needs to be addressed or warn passengers in advance and the trip will not be pleasant until you get inside the jail i don't know who maintains the park anymore but they should be embarrassed that they take people's money and don't manage the fly infestation to an extent at all if they do They're doing a really bad job. It was literally the grossest boat ride I have ever been on. And I'm local. Linda also included four photos of various like I assume strangers. She never put their face on camera, but there are flies like all over everybody. So this is definitely You share
1: them. I want to say.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it is clear that they're not just being shady. I did also, when I was looking through reviews, see this complaint in other people's reviews. Oh, really? I also did see mention, though, maybe I should have done a little bit of deeper diving about the whole birds thing. Do you have any idea what that means? Because a few people were talking about
1: birds. I have a I have a lot to say about the birds. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so glad because I was, I was sort of forgetting what...
1: It's really interesting that you brought this in today because I've also... Like, within the month, I listened to a three-part series on Alcatraz Island. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. cool.
0: Oh, great.
1: Because famously, there was the Birdman of Alcatraz, who was like a prisoner who was given all of this like bird research stuff. And they like had millions of birds. It was like a whole thing. Oh. So like, oh, Alcatraz is... Yeah, there was even a movie, The Birdman of Alcatraz, that was like an Oscar-nominated film back in oh, the day. Oh, interesting. Days. So like, the bird situation is a big deal.
0: So what is the bird situation present day? De- like, there's just like... These birds are still around hoping the bird man is gonna be there or like what?
1: I do think that the birds are are part of the lore of of Alcatraz. That is accurate to say. Okay. Okay. So Patreon can see. I'm pulling up. We're gonna look, zoom in at these pictures of the flies.
0: Okay. So I mean, that's a lot of flies.
1: I'm I'm pointing out one, two, three, four. There's four on one woman's shoulder and she has two on her lapel. Yeah. I don't know the gender. I guess maybe there's one right there, or is that a button? I don't see flies on the second photo.
0: I think it's just a show that one. I think is more just about like the expression of disgust, <laughs>
1: <laughs> or the sun in the face, like and
0: also trying to like I shade three, myself.
1: There's like six on the this person's back, and then it looks like there's one at the top. Maybe yeah. I mean yes. Okay. It's I just too have, much. It is. It is gross. I do think it's valuable to be aware there's a fly issue. Right. This was written in 2017. Mm -hmm. I went to Alcatraz, I think, in 2018 or 2019. I don't remember flies at all.
0: Oh, interesting. I was wondering... So this was written in September. Do you remember what month you were there?
1: September. It was someone's wedding.
0: Wow, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I went when I was in high school. So that was a long time ago. That was probably around 2004. I don't remember flies, but...
1: This is a really great review because I am of several minds here. Okay. I think that Linda has a great point because you go to Disney World, Disneyland, and they have sprayed and there's a whole thing so that that there aren't flies and bugs. Yeah. So I recognize the point of like, if this is a national park and rec, there needs to be some sort of measure taken. If people are having multiple, multiple flies landing on them, that's an issue. I, I get that point. Right. I think the Karen aspect for me mm-hmm. is like, so much of the Alcatraz experience is getting on the ferry and it's like tons of lines and tons of people. Right. Like So it is, the ferry is part of it. And I think there might even be like uh, videos and voiceover. Whenever, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But what's comical to me, the experience of being... At Alcatraz was really upsetting to me. It's like a peek into a very dark side of humanity. Mm -hmm. What are human rights? The whole debate about rehabilitation versus punishment, all of that is like very much present.
0: Did you go into the solitary confinement room? I did. Yeah, me too. It was scary.
1: It's and it's also like to recognize. The amount of murder that had happened, and you're entering and you're standing on that soil. Like so much of it was like dark. It, it stayed with me for a while. So it's kind of laughable to me that you are experiencing that. You're
0: complaining about that. you're flies. talking about flies. Sure.
1: But I I also get the point. Like we right. are visiting it as a landmark, right? And we are paying. And someone is taking that money and it is they're profiting. So maybe take care of the fly situation. Right. I don't remember it being there. So maybe maybe because of Linda. Maybe Alcatraz... Oh, you're right. Maybe they read
0: Linda's review and then they were like, we got to get a handle on this. Linda's very upset. And
1: then I also thought it was interesting that they brought up the point twice about flies and hair and in people's food, covering people's food. Both of those points are mentioned twice.
0: Oh, Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's my biggest complaint about the review in general is like the lack of edit. And again, mm. like is the reiteration of the same point over and over again more effective? No. I venture not. I think, the I think that there is like a strong message in here that could have been made if we just sort of like set our points and set our points with strength and dignity. <laughs> when you start repeating it over and over again, it just it loses its impact and it does start to feel, kind of karen because it's like, okay, like kill your darlings, but like, you know, pick the one that you want to go for that you feel like most demonstrates your point. And I think your point would have landed a little bit better. Uh,
1: I think I'm having an impact because it is making me think like, wait, did I experience flies? I don't think so. But like, will I? Like, I think that is, I think there's Value
0: here. I think the value here for me is like you don't want to bring somebody without explaining to them. Listen, like the ferry ride might be a little rough. It gets cold. I remember it being cold, even though I it was the summer. It was
1: freezing. but it was
0: freezing. Yes, so like it's one of those things where it's like you got to get. Like you said, you got to get through the ferry ride to get to the attraction. So if you don't want to do that, or you're not someone that wants to do that, well, I don't know, helicopter over. I don't know how else you get over there (laughs) if you're a VIP, but like, you might not be fine with the commoners on the ferry. Like, You maybe will choose not to go. So I think that I would want to warn older people or people that might be a little bit... Or
1: fly-phobic.
0: Or fly-phobic people that might be a little bit cringed.
1: It is interesting because I really feel split about this review because I get Linda's point. Yeah. I'm also critical of Linda because that's what you're walking away with.
0: I mean, the other thing that I'm wondering about is... So this is a review of Alcatraz Island. Mm. So I guess that that sort of expands it to the entire experience, which includes the ferry. But what I'm really missing here from Linda is the experience of the prison other than saying like, well, thank God I made it to jail because it's better than this ferry. I mean, which I don't know if that was an attempt at a joke or not, but like, yeah, I just wonder what the experience was there so that I, as the person reading the review, could maybe weigh my options. Like what made the experience pleasant once you were there that maybe for some people would be like, all right, I can like deal with the fly situation if I'm going to get this experience.
1: I that that's exactly that point that you're saying is exactly what makes me think of Linda as a Karen. But mm-hmm. then in the same inhale, I feel like it's valid. The fair, I think the fairy ride is like 20 minutes or something. And then I yeah. remember queuing up was a really long time. So I mm-hmm. do think it's fair to say like the fairy experience is part of it. Right. But I do also, again, in the same breath, I feel like Linda was so was so done by the fly mm-hmm. situation they couldn't even like get past it and they were holding on to it and they were angry and they were like waiting to write the review that they didn't even experience the prison and it's like well <laughs> you know that like that makes me feel Karen y but then I'm also like well you're paying
0: I just want to imagine Karen uh Karen <laughs> ah, there I did it I just want to imagine Linda on the ferry like sneaking those pictures I know you know, of the strangers. Like, wow, that's out of control. Let me get a picture of that. You know, there
1: is an energy to me about this. That's feeling like Linda was so pleased when they got the shots, like that. They really were wanting to <laughs> prove how terrible it was.
0: Yeah. That and it makes did. me feel a little,
1: I don't know, the spelling. Spelling is fine, right? Good. I'm conflicted. I don't know how I think. Well, Are we going
0: to dive in? Should we like... I think so. What about you? I think we can do it. Let's do it. Okay. The queens are tabulating. (laughs) Total school. Three and a half crowns. Three and a half crowns. The queens are unanimous. Trey, why did you give Linda three and a half crowns?
1: I want to look at more Linda reviews. I'm very (laughs) intrigued by Linda. Yeah. Linda J, who are you? I'm very curious. I see both sides of this, which is why I had to give right down the middle 3.5 because the impact for me is that I want to see more reviews. I want to find out if the fly situation is if this is shared by more people and if it has been taken care of. Since I have actually been to Alcatraz after this review was posted and I didn't experience it, it makes me think maybe this was taken care of. I, I just... I'm very conflicted. I can't tell if they're a Karen. I, I can't tell if they were victimized by the fly so they couldn't experience the event that they paid for. I'm, I'm conflicted. <laughs> it makes me want to do more research. I want to call Alcatraz and see, hey, do I need to be concerned about the fly situation? So... I don't know. I said three and a half because I'm very confused. This has never happened to me. Why did you say three and a half?
0: I said three and a half. I I mean, I liked Linda's points. I I think she had photo evidence. I always gotta give a nod for yeah, the for the you correct. know photographic evidence. So for that, you know, she definitely earned some of her crowns there. Uh where I took away the crowns was really for me the redundancy, of course, as I've mentioned, and but not to be redundant, the lack of information of the actual Alcatraz tour itself just a little more if we had edited out some of the other stuff and added in just a pinch more of that information i think linda would have been close to a review queen but i had to take away the one and a half crowns for that reason that's fair yeah
1: wow
0: fun that was fun all right okay my queen we have reached the most regal portion of our show who are you trey inducting for My Royal Highness.
1: All right. Today, I'm going to induct the production company World of Wonder for My Royal Highness this week. So, all right. To be sort of um, concise here, World of Wonder is most recognizable and famous today for being the production company behind RuPaul's Drag Race, all of the RuPaul's Drag Race spinoffs, which is like. Drag Race UK, Drag Race Thailand, Drag Race Canada, Drag Race España, Drag Race Italia. There's so many. It's become a huge franchise. They also... It's interesting. So Randy Barbado and Fenton Bailey are the two individuals that created World of Wonder. And it was formally formed in 1991 as a production company. But that's when they started as... RuPaul's management company. Oh, wow. And that's when RuPaul had multiple albums, had a VH1 talk show in the 90s. And it's really fascinating to me because it's an old, like Hollywood notion that the manager is producing the career. Sure. And that has segued into this. Multi Emmy-winning international franchise. The beginning of their career, they started producing uh, documentaries. So one of, and then they had scripted content. Uh, one of their first entries was Party Monster. Oh yeah, which went to Sundance. Yeah, so they really like do a bunch of stuff. They also now have Drag Cons, which are huge events. But I want to induct them because, I mean, RuPaul's Drag Race. It's easy to criticize the commercialization of drag, but I do think that in order for acceptance in the world, I think commercialization is an important step of um, getting drag out front and center and accepted and less polarizing, mm. which in turn is like opening up LGBTQ acceptance and culture. Opening up minds of future generations. And so much of my weekly uh, entertainment consumption is World of Wonder content. And, you know, they really help getting through life because they're creating thought provoking stuff, fluffy stuff. <laughs> and I appreciate that diversity as uh, producers that they can do like heightened drama, you know, manipulated production, reality TV, and then like really thought provoking content like becoming chaz their documentary stuff is really profound and not silly which i really respect regardless i want to induct world of wonder they're truly changing the world and so i applaud you world of wonder you are without a doubt highly deserving for my royal highness this week
0: Well, I know how much RuPaul's drag race means to you. So I Good. I could feel the authenticity in that nomination or induction rather.
1: Can you imagine your client being RuPaul? What a genius choice they made in yeah. the 90s to manage that entity and the what star. it has become. Yeah. I mean, how amazing is that.
0: Great. Love people that can, you know, identify talent. Just saying.
1: And foster it in a way that like didn't exist. Yeah. There was no drag queen that was a recording artist. Are you kidding me? There's no drag queen that was the face of a makeup line. She was the face of MAC Cosmetics. Are you kidding me? A talk show? For, are you kidding me? And now this reality show that's internet. I mean, w- what a life RuPaul is. Yes. But congratulations, Randy and Fenton. Like, yeah, us All right. We did it. All right. Well, that's it, Queens. That is another fabulous round on the RUARQ Ferris wheel.
0: Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend.
1: If you didn't like what you heard, please tell an enemy. Join our mailing list at reviewthatreview.com to stay up to date with the goings on in the queendom.
0: And just like James and James, hit up our voice mailbox, 1 850 Review Zero. You can also follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens. I'm at Chelsea BD, and that is Chelsea with a Y.
1: And I'm at Trey Gerald.
0: On today's after show pod, we are rating and reviewing a review for the Grand Canyon. So, to find out what made Trey say,
1: I literally say your name multiple times every episode. So, is this something that you've been like cringing at and I didn't even know? And to find out what made Chelsea say,
0: Oh wait a minute! Wait wait, wifey? No no nope. <laughs> nope. wifey like wifey. Then
1: join our Patreon at patreon.com/slash review that review to hear our special members-only after-show podcast. And remember, ignore the haters. You're a queen, gender non-specific queen. Oh. <laughs> Arr. I was trying to do Irish, but
0: why is it pirate? Gender non specific. I don't know. See, it's really hard. Gender. Gender non specific coin. Gender non specific queen. queen Where's McGinnis? <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Dawn with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Ida Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Lobo Bora, and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. They're after me lucky charms. (laughs) I think the Irish would probably resent that, right?
1: I think it's offensive. (laughs)